0: Yes indeed. I'm All trying right. to
1: work the word zesty more into my vocabulary. I've given up on zesty.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Such a yeah. great word. Yeah. I've been All trying right. to use trying to use moist more. Oh, I went through a moist phase. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did. Beep pop boop. <laughs>
0: All right, let's let's do this. All right. All right.
2: Liz Yelling the do.
0: things with the thing with two heads, not the things. It's featuring All right. Hey. Hi. Hi. hey, Hi. 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 Hey. Um, hey. Hello. Episode four. Four. This will technically be episode four. I know we went 2.5, but I was kind of joking. This will really be episode four.
1: It is episode four. Welcome to episode four thing with two heads. We're back talking nonsense. All day I, uh, because of our special guest today, fanboyed out. Wore my. I'm the last I'm fanboying. Guessing. I don't fanboy often, mm-hmm. but when I do fanboy, I fanboy hard, and yeah. I'm fanboying hard today with, with our guest today. Nice. So, yeah, I went yeah. Barlow today. Oh, all right. So. Well, I don't have a last Starfighter shirt, so I do. I do actually
0: could. Yeah, I actually could have worn it.
1: You should have worn that.
0: The dogs are upset I didn't wear the last Starfighter shirt.
1: They are upset.
0: Yeah. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Worst part is the worst part is the one that's doing continually doing the the random barks, he's pretty much deaf at this point, so he can't really hear me yelling at him. So he'll just keep kind of barking randomly (laughs) until he thinks whatever the other dog heard is gone. (laughs) <laughs> um,
1: so Nick Castle is our special guest today Woohoo! how amazing is that it's pretty pretty cool I was uh, I was at the drive-in yesterday You went night. went to yes. the drive-in how and was you it talked me you talked me out of being a an old curmudgeon yep but we went had a great time it was really cool it was really well organized nice um, uh, we got super lucky and was like the third car in had a great spot, sounded great, looked amazing, super fun. My point was, as we were talking about, I was sitting there, it was a beautiful Southern California night, sun's going down over the hills, palm trees, Rose Bowl, drive-in movie theater vibe. And I was thinking to myself, how lucky am I and how cool is it that I'm sitting here, I'm about to watch Beetlejuice, beautiful summer, Southern California sunset. Tomorrow, I get to look forward to getting up, talking with Sean, and having Nick Castle, the original Michael Myers, when I saw it when I was a kid, changed my life. And uh, I get to talk to him and just rap. And how lucky am I? I'm so lucky and I'm so happy that everybody's here joining us. And now I'll shut up. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Did you
0: run into any familiar faces at the drive-in? None. No. Really?
1: Yeah, my only issue was, it, it, I, was I don't like people.
0: Yeah, that's a bitch on this whole a, planet pain, situation.
1: It, it really is tough cuz they you know it it's it it it's debilitating to go out and to go anywhere and enjoy anything for me which is my own fault it's not you know but then you go and you know right next to you you got the minivan with the five kids and people who have kids, for those of you that have kids out there, what is it about that when you have kids that you have no rules? There are no rules. You don't have to follow any rules whatsoever when you have kids. You just throw it out the door. I anyway. think the
0: only way we'll ever know is to have kids ourselves. And, nope. and, and uh, well, okay, you've made your decision. But I'm just saying, I, I think at some point for parents, they just mm-hmm. give up. But, yeah, I'm with you. I'm also a grumpy fuck who can't stand people. The worst for me is concerts. I mean, oh, that's tough. Let me
1: rant about concerts real quick. Let's do that because I can go all day about that too. Go okay. ahead. You know,
0: my, one of my biggest pet peeves at concerts, especially if it's a concert where I have a purchased seat, right? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is my seat. Stay the fuck out of my area. This but is my seat. You paid a lot
1: of money for it.
0: Paid a lot of money for this seat. Yeah. yeah. I don't want, you know, you know, people will like jump over and they'll try to get closer and then they're cramming all in. It's like, no, 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 this is my spot. I start getting that, like, move the fuck over. Right. you know uh, and the other thing is unless you are in the front row this this goes out to anybody who's ever been on concert unless you are in the front row right in front of the performer they can't hear you so quit yelling what song you want to hear <laughs> yeah they you know play free bird dude <laughs> they can't hear you that when you're on stage wall of sound audience sound coming at you 15 feet away from them they probably can't hear you but definitely <laughs> when you're halfway back in the arena, quit yelling at them like you're having a conversation with them because they can't hear you. And all you're doing is annoying the fuck out of everybody else. We're all (laughs) super impressed that you want to hear a deep cut. Yeah, Yeah. you're a big fan. Yeah, Yeah. you want to hear that B-side from that four and 12-inch single. We get it. You're cool. You're a fan. We're impressed. Shut up.
1: Yeah. Also, I paid to hear the band sing, not you. Yeah. You might be the songbird of your generation, but I didn't pay to hear you, man. I paid to hear the freaking band. So exactly. there's that. And then also put your phones down. Yeah. It's enough with the phones. I don't want to, I'm not, I didn't pay my money to see yeah. your phone.
0: Yeah, and if you're gonna film it, film it here in, yeah. fr- in front of you. Yeah. Because going like this just means the guy behind you has to look at your phone. Right. And nobody wants to watch the fucking concert through your screen of your phone. Yeah. yeah it's annoying yeah. as hell.
1: Try being six foot four and going to a concert and paying for a good seat. I don't go to a concert and sit in shitty seats. I just won't do it. I can't do it. I won't yeah. bother going. I spend the money me too. I go and I get the good seats. As soon as I walk in, if there's someone behind me, as soon as I walk and find my place, I hear a collective, ah, oh, because I'm six foot four. Yeah. And so when everyone stands up, which that's a whole nother thing, I wish everyone would just sit the fuck down and watch the show, but (laughs) we have to stand up. I feel bad. So I end up doing this stance at a concert because I'm so tall and I want to be polite to the five foot two girl behind me. I'll spread my legs really wide and, and scrunch down. So making sure whoever's behind me can see, which is awfully nice of me.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I wouldn't. I well, would. as
1: I get older, I get less and less interested in doing that. I'm like, hey, you know what, fuck it. Not only
0: the the fans, but a little message to the bands. We also don't want to hear the audience sing. So the yeah. sing-along parts or oh, oh, no. It's just quit quit stretching out those songs that, you yeah. know, first off, I don't want to hear rock and roll all night by Kiss, all right? That's my least favorite song. If I never hear it ever again, i'd be a happy man but i don't need to hear the whole audience singing it back to you too yeah i don't
1: like that either
0: we got it you got the power
1: or the free fam free form jazz odyssey extended versions of songs too
0: dude i went and saw the cure once i've only seen the cure once in my life
1: that's one too many boom
0: i like the cure i like the cure i guess (laughs) you're not a fan But, but go ahead i saw him at dodger stadium it was the Pixies, Love and Rockets, and The Cure. Mm-hmm. And I was excited to see them first time. Dude, they played like 12-minute versions of each one of their hits. Oh. And it was like, okay, enough already. I'd rather hear you play 20 songs instead of 10 mm-hmm. songs that are super long. Oh, God, mm-hmm. it was just the worst, I felt. I, I We left early. Yeah, there's nothing worse than when you go to see a band and they change the song like drastically. Like I went and saw Billy Squire. Oh, good one. And I love Billy Squire. I do too. I like Billy Squire. And and he was doing all these like bluesy versions of his songs. And it's like, no, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear that version. I want to hear the version I love, you know, I, Mm -hmm. no, please don't do that. Don't, (laughs) don't change the song. Just play it the way we know it. And, Mm -hmm. uh, that's the worst. Getting. Speaking
1: of Kiss, I went and saw them on this just this last tour. What is it? The farewell, the other, the new farewell one, whatever it is. Now. What's it called? The end of the world. End of the uh, end of the road tour. End of the road tour.
0: I mean, the farewell that, tour started in '99, and that's right. lasted 20, going on 22 years. <laughs> yeah, but dude, they want to say goodbye, and they mean they it.
1: really. You know? Yeah, they want to goodbye hard. I saw this last one. I was very reluctant to go. Because I saw Kiss back in the late '70s, actually, and and they were, it was Kiss.
0: What was what was the what tour?
1: You it was I saw them on uh, Destroyer. '76, huh? Was Destroyer '76? Yeah. What was no? It was Love Gun.
0: They squeezed rock and roll over there in between this right. Des- destroyer and love gun. So Love right. Gun Tour was 77, 78. 78. I saw them because okay. I was 10 year I was 10 years old. That was the peak, man. That was probably it Was amazing.
1: And I had yeah. my kiss belt buckle and my kiss lunchbox and I had my kiss poster and I had you know posters. I had, you know, all the merch, my Mego Kiss dolls, you know, and, and kiss, uh that's and would, Kiss. That's the name. Kiss. They look, they insane. look insane great theme song as it progressed you know i slowly slipped out because i was the most righteous kiss fan ever we all say that but i really was and uh and then you know slowly it started fading away once dynasty and after that started i was like meh and then all the no makeup stuff I was like man then I went to the reunion tour and I, it was like okay it's fun see Ace Fraley and Peter Chris again and all that stuff it, it was cool but then I was done like I, I never need. and then they kept coming back and then this tour they came back and everyone's like you going to see Kiss Chris you're going to see. I was like I, I don't want to I like the memory of 10 years old Kiss and me being there and I just I'm fine with that I got that it's in my head I'll never forget it I don't I was worried and I didn't go. I didn't go. And then a friend of mine was like, come on, we got these. I think we were six rows back center and they were good price. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, we got, all right, I got to go. What show it was you, cool, which it was show? a great show. It was at the, uh, Staples. Oh, I was just, front row that night. Just the last time they were here. Yeah.
0: I was were right you front, front row. Yeah. Yeah. I was well, right sure. up. I was right up against well, the sure. stage.
1: Wow. And well, I, the was the rows, I was six rows behind you. And you got to see him
0: play my guitar for for 13 songs that was my oh, really that was my purple
1: iceman he was playing that night oh no kidding yeah wow yeah well i guess that's it we're done with the conversation great
0: show though right i mean they... it was
1: a good show it was a good show i was really impressed and and surprised that yeah. uh uh I, I was like okay this is this it was super fun but I gotta say, man, I missed Ace Fraley. I just missed, I'm an Ace Fraley fan, huge Ace oh, dude,
0: fan. Ace is my favorite member. I, I mean, just so. missed
1: it. I just missed it. You know, it was, you yeah. could tell there was that space, but Tommy Taylor did an amazing job and he yeah. kicks ass and, um, but it was fun anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, it was funny. I, the first time I saw Kiss was Dynasty Tour 79 mm-hmm. and, um, and you know what's strange about that because that was the height of their career. You saw them, I think at the height of their coolness, like, like love gun. That was when dynasty hit, you know, they started to get a little too flashy, a little glammy, whatever. It's still, I still love the dynasty era, but Mm -hmm. you saw them at, that was the the best look the best sound, the best album, in my opinion, that was the Mm -hmm. best time. Um, but, uh, you know, what's strange to me is it was almost like everything peaked and dynasty. I went to the concert and yeah. And then suddenly after that, I honestly, it's almost like a part of my memory that's gone. I don't mm-hmm. know what happened with my love for Kiss. Like it just left. I don't even remember buying Unmasked. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I owned it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my cat. I, I know. The cat was like, Unmasked? Um, (laughs) uh, but i don't even remember buying it it's it's weird it's like it's like suddenly they just dropped off the face of the earth for me but when creatures of the night yeah creatures of the night when creatures of the night came out i suddenly got way into them again and went to that tour too oh wow that's interesting so it was weird like unmasked i fell out Mm -hmm. i remember buying the elder Mm because i bought it at buena park mall i remember buying it and and liking it like mm-hmm. this is kind of heavier, weird, but heavier. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw the "I Love It Loud" video on MTV, it, it like sucked me back in. And
1: then mm-hmm. that was a decent album. That one.
0: That's a good album. Yeah, Creatures is a good
1: album. Elder so, and and Unmaster like. Ugh. Elder's a good album. What was the <laughs> okay. last time you listened to it? Uh, I it's been forever. I yeah, was so should. out. I was checked
0: out. You no, need I'm to just... give it another shot. Elder is a heavy record. I mean, yeah, there's some weird songs on there, like "Just a Boy." I mm-hmm. am just
1: a boy.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, there's some weird shit on there. But dude, you listen to songs like The Oath or "I," mm-hmm. um, Dark Light. There's some heavy stuff on it. It's a good record. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you should give it another shot. I'll a lot of people shot. have revisited it and other than them trying to make it some sort of concept record, a la Pink Floyd or, you know, Bob Ezrin produced it, who produced The Wall. It's a good record. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Unmasked, as poppy as it is, it's grown on me over the years. It's probably Mm -hmm. one of those things where you listen to their newer records and you kind of go, ah, and then you revisit those and it's kind of a taste of the old days. And you're like, ah, this ain't too
1: bad. I like the cover of Unmasked. I thought it was kind of
0: Oh, dude, I almost bought that art. Oh, really? That's cool. I was the original art. Yeah, it's a long story. It came this close to happening. If you think about it, there's only four Kiss albums that were were hand were painted actually right. i don't even know if rock and Roll Over was really painted
1: i don't think it was i think it was like a graphic art thing yeah
0: too. so there's yeah. really only three that were painted Unmask, love gun and destroyer to own something like that would be pretty yeah. epic
1: oh my god you kidding me destroyer is my all-time ridiculous favorite of course and, and as far as the to, art or album the, the art yeah and i used to draw that cover on every notebook i had every desk i had that's how i learned to draw was drawing that <laughs> yeah that
0: i, I think draw. for me it was love gun i just love that cover yeah
1: but i also like dress to kill with them in the suits yeah you know how many times i've gone as ace fraley in that outfit i have i got a suit just like that and how many times i've been kissed for halloween is ridiculous
0: worst kiss album cover is the elder yeah oh yeah just the hand on a door yeah
1: sure yeah but speaking of halloween and speaking of dressing up speaking of all that stuff And Mm -hmm. our theme today. Since it's you know rolling into August now, Mm -hmm. things are still being canceled and things are still, you know, kind of going away. Thought talking about Halloween, the holiday, not the movie, the holiday Mm -hmm. this year, and how that's gonna affect all us Halloweeners and how we (laughs) celebrate. And curious, maybe people are watching, leave in the comments of how you're gonna celebrate your Halloween or uh, what the plan is. Cause I don't, you know, it's certainly not going to be a normal everyday uh, usual Halloween, you know, it's going yeah. to be a little different and discussing fun ways for people out there who, who celebrate Halloween as their Christmas, as I know I do. And Sean does, we all do. How can we still make this Halloween fun provided all everything that's happening, you know, what we can do and on an up note, you know, positive, yeah. not, not talk about the bad stuff about it. Let's talk about how we could still, take our halloween back and enjoy it and have fun
0: yeah i mean hey if anybody out there has any good ideas let (laughs) us know because all the stuff that i love to do has been canceled pretty much so it's starting to sound like sitting at home making the most of it you know that's what i
1: usually do anyway but i mean i'm still going to decorate my friend of my house is going to look Crazy! I, I do it every year. I decorate front my house inside. Well, the that's going to be insane. weird, though, right? To decorate the house if nobody comes, if nobody's trick care. or treating. Yeah, I know it's there, and I'll go out front and stare at it. I just <laughs> like to have you know. People kind of in my neighborhood expect us to be doing our Halloween thing. They yeah. bring their kids and they walk out front and they, you know, because I have a ton of stuff out there and lit up pumpkins and scarecrows and all kinds of crazy stuff and and uh i i think if if i didn't do it i have to do it i don't i don't care if no one sees it people can at least drive by people can walk by people can you know see it um i'm i'm cool without trick-or-treaters i don't need people coming to my door what happens (laughs) if
0: they do are you gonna have candy ready um what i mean like a knock on your door and and it'd be like bro I, well, you're like, well, no, I don't have decorated, candy. So what the... yeah, decorated? Yeah. <laughs> the only reason was... we put on our costumes is because we saw your house decorated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we knew you were going to do it. Well, I, pro- I mean, there's been times where I've been out of town or away that evening or something. And, you know, there's candy in a bowl outside. People can come and there's a little sign on it says, just take one or two. Don't be a jerk, you know, and take the whole bowl. Come back. It's always gone. Of course, who knows? Could be one guy that just goes and then takes off. But you don't have uh,
0: a camera to check. I, I always no, check. Yeah.
1: No, that's a good idea. I should get one of those little Furbo's. Those little pet cameras. Those Furbo's. Furbos shoot out treats. That's
0: oh, I oh, I see what you're saying. See yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, that's a good idea.
1: See, they come up and they go. They're looking for the candy camera, and you can talk through it. They can hear you, and you go hey, you want a treat? You have to say trick-or-treat and they'll say trick-or-treat into the camera and then you hit the button and the furbo will shoot out a piece of candy at them.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure somebody could just pick that thing up and take it, right?
1: <laughs> Why you gotta go there? I'm still enjoying the fact of people shooting a furbo, shooting a... <laughs> and it makes this weird noise too, right? When you press the button, it goes, woo, woo, and then a piece of candy shoots out and it shoots out at them. So maybe we have them put their mouth up to it no, that's that's not sanitary. That's not
0: good either. these days, no.
1: Well, see,
0: but well, I'll figure it out.
1: But how are you all gonna celebrate your Halloween? Cause we gotta do yeah. it. There's gotta be a Halloween.
0: I'm just wondering if like the government is gonna say something like put out a thing that no trick-or-treating, you know. Mm-hmm. They I would think that they might, you know, they might actually say Halloween is cancelled. Like Yeah, that's which, a good
1: point. Yeah. Castle, can you hear me? The castle, can you see me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> see me, feel me. There he is. Yay.
1: I can see you, you but I don't hear you. We don't hear you.
2: Don't hear me.
0: Oh, wait, oh, now we are. do. Yeah, now we hear you. Yay. Yay. <laughs> the shape.
1: The shape in the house. Ladies and <laughs> yeah. gentlemen, the last one.
2: With my Diet Coke. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> always prepared
0: <laughs> actually somebody sent somebody sent in a diet coke question really yeah your diet coke uh, is getting famous your your love for diet coke
2: you'd think that company would offer me some like free samples you know for all the promotion we do
1: and I was on. just gonna say that are you getting free diet coke yet yeah, yeah Mr.
2: Coke whoever owns coke <laughs> <Come on. laughs> they're probably watching this right now so come on Let's do it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Hey, How are you, sir? You're welcome. Stuff.
2: Look at all that great stuff behind you. Look at all the great masks. That's and great. stuff. And the and the guitars and everything. Wow. Oh,
1: man. this is this that's is a guitar my... up there too.
2: Oh, that's yeah. right. Hey, we it. could put on a musical version of this. We could <laughs> someday.
1: We yeah. could the Coupe DeVille. Well, the new Coupe Devilles. The new oh. Coupe de Villes. There's a Coupe DeVille's question too. Oh, <laughs> is, is there? Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. That's a handsome mask you got behind you there. Oh, yeah. You like that? Yeah. Uh, That trick or treat studios? That looks great. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Some some weirdo made that (laughs) a couple years ago. That was the one I wore. Yeah. Yeah, Supposedly.
1: Yeah. It was the one you wore.
2: I'm still waiting for the producers to send me the Halloween Kills mask, which uh, Uh is going to adorn some other part of my.
1: They're holding off because they're afraid you're going to. Put it in the background and then do a podcast <laughs> with him. Yeah, right.
0: That's
2: probably pretty smart of him.
1: Now, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I feel like I just saw you. It's weird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we had a, a lovely signing over at my house. This uh, actually t- two of them, which was uh, yeah pretty crazy this last week. So that was good. Yeah. A few Back. dollars. I, I I gave all this cash to my wife. She was very very happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they got to swim in your pool
2: which made her very happy yes yes that was yeah. fun it's good to utilize the pool i'm realizing that there's a lot of people that like some of my son's friends that are just cooped up in their house they don't have backyards or much of a yard and stuff like that And i go come on everyone should use this damn thing yeah. well, except for all of you out here watching me
1: <laughs> i was just gonna say can i come over and use it i mean i have i have a pool but i still want to come over and swim in the pool
0: so we're gonna start <laughs> the waiting list for fans of uh, they can come over and swim at nick's yeah, um, that's right. if you subscribe to the podcast you're immediately signed up and then we'll that's get in right. touch with you later
1: we're gonna raffle off times but you just have a line out your front door yeah. and each person can swim for 10 minutes that's right <laughs> and that right and that's the way to do it shape. right pool and
2: the, I don't know we're going to have to think of some clever way of uh, inaugurating it from the mind of John Carpenter and Guillermo del Toro the shape of
1: water the night he went swimming
2: you know, swimming with the shape some kind of
1: baptism the baptism of the shape. <laughs> we'll do an episode we'll do an episode when we can do it we'll sh- swimming with the shape like you said Jim. yeah
0: yeah we'll just we'll do it uh we'll do a live episode from your house from yeah. the pool
1: yeah <laughs> Do you go in that? Do you swim in that pool, or do you not swim?
2: Uh, well, I don't do much swimming. You know, this is really for the convenience of my grandkids. At oh, this okay. Point. Well, we didn't install the pool for my grandkids. <laughs> it's been around here since I was here, and I have <laughs> swum in the pool. Like i and it's really warm, as Sean can attest.
0: No, so I, dude, it was like jacuzzi warm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, you know, yeah, no, I have these snowflake little uh, grandkids that, you know, if if it's less than 90 degrees in that pool, they, they go, oh, it's, it's so cold, come on.
0: I'm so disappointed, Nick, because I had visions of you riding that inflatable bull on the pool, so I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that you're not swimming in there as much as...
2: Well, I'll, as I'll get are. in there and take a picture. For the, for the, for your, That's uh, okay. I don't want to see that. <laughs> you don't want to see me without yeah. my shirt and my... <laughs>
0: Chris and I were just talking about how Halloween is pretty much canceled this year and trying to come up with ideas of things that we can do to still have our own little Halloween. Is Halloween a, a, a holiday you even celebrate by any means?
2: As uh, my kids were growing up, you know, yes. Uh, yeah. We moved to our house here in Los Angeles for 30 years we've been here. It's a um, cul-de-sac. So it's not something where you walk through and you go. So there's not a lot of kids come. And over the last few years, it's like less and less. It's like one person comes. No one knows, of course, that this is the Home of thank God, of,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> or else I guess I would get some visitors. But I'm we're always prepared, <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just in case. No, it's not a big deal here. Nothing was ever done, uh, especially because of the relationship between you know the film and,
0: and, and yeah. So mm-hmm. well, that's a good question. Has anybody ever shown up at your house as Michael Myers for Halloween?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: It's never happened? Never. Now, if really? it did, if it did, now, obviously, today would be different. Let's say if it had happened 10 years ago or something, what would your reaction have been? Would there have been that weirdness of, does this guy know, or is he really <laughs> just dressed like this?
2: Well, if it was so innocent, I would have probably said, wait here. Yeah. And you run up, <laughs> get one of the masks or something like that, or certain a picture of me and stuff. You just came to the shade. You win <laughs> Snickers.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, have you ever has anything like that ever happened to you chris because i actually had something happen this past year though it was was kind of cool a little girl came up to the house with her mom of course dressed as annabelle from the conjuring movies and everything and i said you want to know something i have a real annabelle here and they're like what and i said i own one of the ones from the movie and they're like no and I said hold on and I went and grabbed it and brought it out and they all freaked out and took pictures with it and That's it was awesome yeah I I thought that was fun you know if, if something fine. like that happens does anything like that happen with you Chris anybody show up dressed up as one of the characters you created
1: uh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I never say anything though I've had uh I've had people show up as Michael Myers yeah uh, I've had people show up uh as Nebula from uh, oh wow from, um I, I, there's a couple couple girls. Uh, I think it was the year that Infinity War or Endgame came out, one of those two. And there was a lot of nebulas that year. And so got a couple of those at the house. No, Twisty,
0: about, Twisty the Clown. Oh,
1: yeah, know. lots of Twisties. Yeah. Yeah, lots of Twisties. All
2: right, well, uh-huh. are, you, are your neighborhoods really like, you know, good areas for a, lo- a lot of traffic for
1: Halloween? Mine used to be, like you said, over the years, it's gotten less and less yeah. people. Um, and the kids have gotten, they're either really young that they don't even know what they're doing you know they're just dressed up and and like meh candy and they don't yeah. even know what it is yeah or they're or they're too old to be trick-or-treating yeah you know <laughs> and you're going dude come on like yeah. really i, I actually
0: kind of get into fights with some of those sometimes when they show up literally like one kid showed up with just a bag and i'm like where's your costume he's like i'm a skater really dude i go get the hell out of here i go no costume no candy No
1: candy. And, yeah and so no one says and no one says trick-or-treat anymore i know no. that over the past two three years no one goes trick-or-treat i make they, them you, say it you open the door and they stand there
0: and they just go like this
1: they just do that and i'm yeah. going
0: <laughs> that's what i do i always go like this i'll stand there i'll go yes Yes, <laughs> and then they don't know it. I go trick or treat, and I make them say it. I make yeah. them say it. I'm I have rules. I'm very. Yeah. I am a, I'm The
1: same way. I'm the same. Maybe way. I'm
0: a Halloween snob, <laughs> but you know this
2: is uh, how I, it has I'm,
1: to be done. I'm definitely a Halloween snob.
2: So, Sean, you but you do a big deal for Halloween, right? Do you do, do you de- decorations and stuff? Yeah. Well, so does Chris. Yeah. Oh yeah. I see. yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm in a good neighborhood for trick or treating. Although, much like Chris, I mean, it it has dwindled. I think the world we live in made Halloween trick-or-treating less and less. And that's why I was talking to Chris about it before you got on, that I'm afraid that this year, with Halloween potentially being canceled, might be a real death blow to future trick-or-treating. You know what I mean?
1: Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Because it's already been dwindling so much that this might be like, eh.
2: Well, I guess the Halloween franchise was not a good idea for a real. Halloween.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty not. soon, long after we're gone, people are going to be going. What is Halloween anyway? What does that mean? What is it? What is that? Oh, there used to be this thing where people trick or treated. What? Never mind. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I was going to ask Nick if, if, if how disappointed he was at the fact that Halloween and the character of Michael Myers just never took off. Yeah. Like, were you expecting it to do better? When yeah, you did yeah. the movie or yeah.
2: Yeah, no, no, no one had any expectation that, You know I was just hoping that John would get another job After that <laughs> I, hope, I hope this one's Not a you know it doesn't go right Into the toilet But yeah. you know, the, the fact that it just you know the way it t- Wound up taking off and uh, Became such a phenomenon was Just so exciting for him. John's a buddy it's like your yeah. pal you know From film school yeah. taking yeah. off there's uh it's really a thrill even for the people that are on the sidelines you know like me sure. yeah. uh, you, you know expect something like that of course you know sean knows very well because he uh you know for a long time i was kind of like yeah okay yeah that's something i did a long time ago uh and and uh, being the character and about i don't know how many years ago is it now sean eight or nine years ago uh, you you came to me or, or trying to get me to go to these uh, the horror you, conventions.
0: You, you want to tell them how I tricked you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you. I want to hear this story because it all relates to what I wanted to ask. Because then it's like, was there a time, before Sean got to you? Because I want to hear how that all happened. Yeah. Was there a time that? you kind of shunned it or pushed it away and really didn't want to be reminded of it really didn't want to keep talking about Halloween or the Michael Myers thing was there a gap and did you say that you kind of went that way and then Sean brought you back to it or somebody brought you there, back to it to appreciate a it gap.
2: there was a gap between 1978 and 2011 I
1: think. okay something
2: like that you know it's not as if I ever didn't think it was kind of a fun footnote to my life and career has never shunned it that's for sure in the sense of wanting to oh no i've been embarrassed by the fact that i was the guy under the mask it was never like that that was always it was always a fun little uh, piece of information what i wasn't uh, willing to do for a while is go to these conventions and have people sign autographs because i just didn't get it really i think more than anything else here was my logic you know okay john should, could go and uh, Tommy could go because he, he made the mask, and uh, Tommy Wallace, I'm talking about, or any of the actors because they actually were there. They actually did something. I always saw myself as the, you know, putting on the mask and walking around without having no need for any one talent. <laughs> and being there, being there because of one of, you know, as I've mentioned many times, is, you know, I, I wanted to take the opportunity to uh, be on a set that i could be on for the run of the show watch what john was doing you know it's kind of dispel some of the fear that you naturally have before you get in the driver's seat of a movie like i wound up doing and so john was very you know just said yeah well why don't you be the character here and then you'll be here the whole time and and it was, you know, it it was it was quite an education. So that, that's really what I always thought of it. And so I I, I felt like I was cheating to go kick someone's money. But then <laughs> I realized that the the love of this film and the love of the character and the interest in all the details and history and stuff like that is a lot of fun for people. Fans just dig it. And they enjoy it. And I saw how much fun they were having with it. And I, then walking into these um, this situation and having so much fun myself, meeting new people mm-hmm. and having new friends based on the, on the whole convention scene. And, then, you know, the, the travel, the, all that stuff is a lot of fun. So, but the way it came about, it, the story is that, you know, Sean and I think maybe even some other, you know, uh, potential managers had called me over the years. And I know uh, Adrienne called me to see if I would do it. I think uh, as based... You know, try, Sean probably I don't know if Sean asked her to do it or if she just thought, hey, Nick should be doing this, but I said, Why don't you do it, Nick? And I went, eh. <laughs> Yeah, I <laughs>
0: don't think I don't think I ever talked to Adrienne about it. I think it was really it was Tommy who was trying to help me yeah, get that's you on true. board.
2: Yeah, that's true. Tommy Because Doc- he even
0: he got no. you to come to one. This this is a funny story because it was the thirty years of terror convention. So that would have been two thousand eight. Oh my god. And he talked you into just coming by. Did you think that day you were going to show up and nobody would recognize you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why
2: would they know what I looked like even?
0: Yeah. So he comes strolling in to a, a, a convention filled with Halloween fans. And people start freaking out because he's never done a convention before. They were like, wait a second. Why is he here if he's not signing? Because Nick's like, nah, nah, I'm just here to see my buddy Tommy, you know, thanks. But no, you know, people are just like walking around. I I was seeing the look on fans' faces, like they didn't know what to do because it's like, well, there he is, but we can't get an autograph. What? What's going on? It was. Wasn't the whole reason you were there because there was a script idea you and Tommy were working on that was involved, involving a convention and he wanted you to see. Yeah, Yeah. we don't have to get into what that's about, but, but, but that was the real reason you were there originally, right? Just to see what it was like.
2: That and probably we were, you know, I said, hey, you're down here. You're, you know, some, you know, he lives most of the time in, uh, in Berkeley. So he was down for uh, in Pasadena near where I live. And it was just another reason to get together. We probably went out to lunch or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, But yeah, I remember going over to his table and talking to him and then people are starting to come up. Hey, will you sign this? And I went, oh no, I can't do that. And, no, no, I can't do it. It's not legal or something. <laughs>
1: So what, what was it that, what was the moment where you actually, because before you said, you know, I just didn't get it. But what was the moment where you kind of oh, went, okay, oh, yeah. I get it. Okay, I want to do it.
2: Okay, yeah, no, it, it, it Sean tricked me. Well, <laughs> okay. well I, I didn't trick you. You you gave
0: me, a, you like, kind of gave me, a, a, there was a loophole. A loophole. Yeah,
2: a loophole, exactly. Here's what I said, here's what I said. And this is what I actually thought at the time. I said, listen. I just don't see it. I don't see why people would want to do this. Okay, let's say if they had a, um, if there was a convention where they were showing the movie The Last Starfighter and I was sitting there talking to fans about directing The Last Starfighter or one of my other movies or something like that, that I could see. And Sean says, wait a minute. <laughs> and, goes, and says, I'll call you right back. And then about, I don't know, 20 minutes later, this is how I remember it at least. Okay. He goes, okay. Uh, you're going to come to, uh, where was it? The New it, was mo-
0: it was Monster Mania, Cherry Hill.
2: Mania. They're going to do a screening of The Last Dire Fighter and Catherine Mary Stewart and Lance Guest are going to be there. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I guess I'll do it. And they said, but you also have to sign for <laughs> If someone comes up for Halloween, of course, you would be signing for that. I went, okay. And then I said, is Tommy coming? And he went yeah okay well if Tommy comes and basically holds my hand <laughs> I got, got Tommy, Tommy to come too yeah i got Tommy to call so that was my entrance into the thing and it was like unbelievable as uh, the the crowds was that were crazy you know and that was right near Philadelphia we went we all went and had a Philadelphia cheesesteak
0: and yeah, then we go to gyms on on, yeah. on South Street
2: yeah.
1: yeah
2: but you know then you hang out with your buddies and you um, and, and have a good time and then I just saw that's where I just realized all these crazy people that are coming in line are for the most part 99% are just lovely individuals a lot mm. of fun they have so much fun with the character you know half of them have uh, pictures of the shape on on their wrists or on their shoulders, <laughs> their legs yep. and, uh, and uh, you know they, they just have it fun it's like you know I saw, saw it more like um, collecting stamps you know, it's a stamp collector, or you mm-hmm. know, or like you know, if if you're a big, you know, it's a very similar to if you're a big uh, sports fan, like I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you really get into it. You know, you emotionally get into it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I I got it. I I did it. I had fun with it, and so you know, we've been doing it ever since.
0: We have a last Starfighter question. Oh. Uh, this is from Maggie Matter. Wanted to know if you had the opportunity to direct a sequel or a reboot of The Last Starfighter, would you do it? And which would you prefer to do, a sequel or reboot it?
2: Well, that's very interesting because over the years there have been uh, scripts. In the, uh, about 2004, 2005, there was a script at a studio with a kind of blinking green light ready to go with me as a director, Jonathan Batchel, the original writer as a screenwriter. And uh, we developed the screenplay, uh, uh, through, with each other and through the studio. Spent a lot of time at it. Actually did all the storyboards for it. I mean, it wow. was really mounted, ready to go. And we were looking for locations. Uh, this was a sequel. It was a 30 years later or something. Uh, uh, would have been 30, yeah. Um, a sequel. And I included Catherine Mary Stewart and Lance Guest as now the parents of the next generation. Still had the old trailer park. Really fun script, I thought. And it, it just fell apart because of... Over the years, there's been a big fight over the rights to it. Mm. Two studios own part of it. Jonathan himself owns it. And now, in fact, literally owns it. So he's going to go out with another partner soon, if he hasn't already, and uh, start to look for a home for it. Mm. I I won't be directing that one. You know, after 15 years later, I'm I'm fine here with my hot pool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you wouldn't even have any involvement, you don't think?
2: Uh, No, yeah, I will. I will have some involvement. We've talked about it a little bit, Jonathan and I, uh, about being a part of it. Kind of like what Halloween franchise does with me and Michael Myers. Want me to have, you know, a signing off on it in a way. For fans of the movie, they'll have my okay, you know. And and I'm sure it'll be more than that. Once I take a look at a script, you know, I I can't help myself.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That movie is so good. I love that movie. And also, it's so ripe for a, a sequel there are endless possibilities with that movie and what you created. Yeah,
2: yeah I, would, I would much rather see a sequel just for, you know, uh, selfish reasons. It just seems mm-hmm. like it would be obviously a continuation of what I did as opposed mm-hmm. to a reimagining of what I mm-hmm. did. I, I, I kind of like that. Actually, when we did that, when we came up with the idea of doing it 30 years later, this is before Star Wars did their 30 years later or whatever it mm-hmm. was. You know? So mm-hmm. it was kind of unique. Now it's not as unique. But uh, I think if they find the right elements, it should be fun. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. Boy, I, I wish I had you uh, on the original. Not to say that the folks that were there didn't do a good job, but I mean, mm-hmm. there's just the world that exists now.
1: Yeah. In every one of its
2: forms in terms of makeup design and and, and manipulation or whatever you mm-hmm. call it. And mm-hmm. uh, of course, what was uh, problematic on the picture was doing the digital effects. Right. It was a breakthrough time. It was like we were creating the templates for that as we were going. And you can see the growing pains in the way it came out. But right uh, boy, I'd love to see them just take the old movie and make all those elements perfect. Take that footage and, and make that. And then uh, even some of the makeup designs that uh, were, you know, very rubber masky looking to make those things uh, come to life a little bit better.
0: You just want to do George Lucas it, you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Last Starfighter, the special edition.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That would be fun. Then I would actually redirect certain things that I think I stunk at. So, uh-huh. no, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'm there. If you get to do that, let me know. I'll do it. <laughs> yes.
0: But. Here's a question from Pearl Morgan. Wants to know. Would you ever do a remake of The Boy Who Could Fly? It's one of her favorite movies. She's not asking about a sequel. She's asking about a remake.
2: That's a more difficult a sequel idea just by the nature of the, the plot. It would have to go into something totally different because it was a kind of wish fulfillment. It ends when it ends, <laughs> this one. A, a remake, you know, I'm sure it could be done. It's again, you know, anytime I've done ever done anything, I look at it three weeks later after it's done and go, ah, damn <laughs> You know, so I always like <laughs> re- remake or redo or, or, or finesse something. And there was a couple of times when people thought, oh, this would be a TV series. I went, how are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. So it's come up from time to time. But of course, if anybody offered me the job, I would be curious enough to kind of look into it. But again, right. fine with my warm pool and my, <laughs> <laughs> my retirement and my going to conventions if they ever happen
1: again. I know.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we had a lot of cool stuff planned for 2020 that
1: yeah,
0: just ain't happening now.
1: Yeah. We were going to do a convention together, weren't we, Sean? Was I at that one? Wasn't there something somewhere that... Oh,
0: Yeah, a... we were all going to do Orlando in October. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was going to well, be fun. We were going to go to Horror Nights. We were oh. gonna, it was going to be great. Now it's now we all October. have to go
1: to Nick's house and go swimming. In yeah, the go swimming. swimming.
0: All right. Cool party <laughs> at Nick's. Um... <laughs> Xavier Anderson would like to know. He was wondering how Nick felt about the lockout situation with Luke Basson ripping off the Escape from New York idea and not crediting you or John.
2: Ooh, if I'm Ooh, not that... mistaken, that all worked out just fine. Thank you. They had to send me some money.
1: Okay, oh. <laughs> so you're okay with it? Yeah,
2: I'm okay
1: with it. That's the yeah. best answer ever. That is, <laughs> Still, whatever
2: a... you want, as long as I get the money. <laughs>
0: <gasps> it sounds like a John Carpenter answer.
2: <laughs>
1: it does, John Carpenter, yeah. <laughs> really Speaking of Escape from New York, if if I may touch on something before we go to the next, like are, aren't they've been trying to remake that forever? Yeah, see, and I mean, and, and they're still trying to do it. I think I just read something recently that they're still trying to.
2: Yeah.
1: But are you involved in that? Do you have anything to do with that? Or are you just waiting for the check?
2: I don't know if there'll be a check or, or anything, but every once in a while I hear it, probably just like you do, through the grapevine, you know, through some fan site or you know or fan right. magazine uh, but no i haven't heard anything from john for instance on, on on them rebooting every once in a while i hear oh they got this guy to be the new snake and the well leader. i heard
0: gerard butler at one point yeah. i still have my idea and i'm campaigning i think norman Reedus would be a great snake plissken oh,
2: yeah i like that
0: idea too. i did re- i mm. i think about it. he's already got the voice Picture him doing Snake. I think he would be a perfect
1: Snake Plissken. I don't think they should remake it at all. Well, I think it's well, fine the way it is. Agreed. <laughs> agreed.
0: I don't think they need to remake anything. However, if it's yeah. going to be done, I think yeah. I, th- I honestly think Norman would be a great Snake Plissken. He would pluskin. be good. He would yeah. be good, yeah. yeah. Dave Winfrey Jr. wants to know, are the Coop DeVille's ever going to get the band back together? Oh
2: my God. <laughs> oh, let, me, let me bring this down for you like, I'm sure you guys have seen these things, but Kim
1: was at the rap party for. Uh, you see that? Yeah. Oh, that, that, I love that picture. Yeah.
0: I actually well, have one of those. Kim it. gave me one. Yeah. I love
1: that. <sighs> one. Uh, How come nobody gives me anything? <laughs> nobody ever gives me. What are you anything. talking about? Look at all that stuff behind you. <laughs> I, no one gave me this. Not one thing has been given. Did Norman give you that wolf mask? No, I paid for that. <laughs> and he's like one of my best friends well, i paid for that thing nobody ever gives me that. i see people on you everyone being given stuff i don't get nothing
0: see all that stuff that's all fan fan, fan things right there oh okay like, like they were all gifts
2: yeah, i like those uh, i like the uh, glass enclosures for the mask where do you get right.
1: something like that i paid for those too um, i got those <laughs> i got those at a place called the mystic museum Oh, well, and oddities okay. on Magnolia Boulevard here in Burbank. Yeah. They have
0: them? Uh-huh. They sell
1: those domes there? Yeah. Oh. It's a dome with a with a base and everything. And yeah, I get you those could, there.
2: Yeah, I got to get one for the, the sky back. That,
1: that, your mask that's in the background, that's not on a styrofoam head, right? Yeah, it is. It is?
0: Yeah, you got to get it off the styrofoam.
1: Oh, we got to get it off that. Why? Styrofoam's bad for latex. Styrofoam's bad for latex. Really? Yeah. Gee. Is it on a styrofoam head? yeah oh i thought it i thought i i didn't put it on a stand for you or nothing
2: no it's well you, you, it didn't it just came in a box
1: oh that's horse shit all that's right yeah. we have to get
2: this just some you know whatever you oh need.
1: yeah you have to take that off the, the styrofoam we're gonna get you a stand we'll get your proper stand oh
2: yeah i want to get well i want to get one of those things
1: okay maybe someone will give you one yeah Well, you can
0: leave it you can leave it on the head for now but yeah but but don't not for too long
2: yeah okay yeah yeah what happens with the styrofoam well how could that
1: ruin it there's a chemical reaction between the styrofoam and the latex and it'll start to a rot the the latex and it also fuse to it and you won't be able to get it off
2: Oh, this is going to be good. YouTube. How did you not destroy your mask? Uh, <laughs> <video>.
0: <laughs> Which is what's going on with that Kirk I got. So I'm going to have to yeah. cut, I'm going to have to cut yeah. that styrofoam head out of it. All right. Next question. Luke Morris wants to know, will there be another surprise cameo from you in Halloween kills?
2: Yes. Yes. I, I, I know that to be true. I was there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wilmington uh I actually did the scene there was only one scene can't tell what what it is
0: okay all right
2: yeah I won't say, won't say what it is but um but we'll see it's it's an interesting one because it's definitely something that you I could imagine being cut out which I hope is not going to happen
1: and it, uh it's it's in
2: there it's in there okay for post production I did all the breathing for the the shape through the uh, the whole thing I don't remember seeing it maybe maybe I'm, I'm just forgetting but we'll see we'll see no
1: there's there's there wasn't there isn't room for it for the breathing you wouldn't need oh, the breathing oh, yeah, at that nice at time. that yeah. scene but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no i remember that day i remember shooting it that day yeah. i remember that day it was hot that day Oof. oh yeah that was it was that, brutal uh, it was brutal but it was fun we had so much fun i know yeah. i did um, oh yeah no no that was
2: a lot of fun <laughs> and right before they did the shot uh Uh, David brought me in right before we did it, and the whole crew was there, and he just did this little announcement of welcoming me there and saying, you know, we've done this one film, but here's the guy that started it all, and everyone applauded, and I I bowed, my sunglasses fell off my head, just... (laughs) I I can't do anything without it being stupid Uh, and so uh, but that was so sweet you know as uh, it shows you the kind of love they have for the the franchise and the respect they have for the gang that did it to begin with so that that was great I had a a wonderful time.
1: Everybody on that crew respects where it came from yeah and the people involved and Everyone is just thrilled and happy to be there. I will say that it's one of the coolest crews I've ever worked with in over thir- in you know 30 years. Has, has yeah. been everyone's just so passionate about it and cares so much about it and is so precious about it and is so yeah. nurturing for this world and this franchise. And you know, so having you or John or anybody, you know, Jamie Lee, there, everybody that involved, it's just there's such a huge amount of respect going on. Yeah. Uh, in that pool, and it's just great. It's a yeah. wonderful feeling to be there, yeah,
2: yeah, I bet I mean, for the crew itself, just to, and especially if you're a horror fan and a, a member of the crew, you know you're doing uh, there's some kind of history to it. it's like every movie is fantastic, of course. it's nice to get a paying job one, yeah, yeah exactly. it's, it's it's a privilege to be in this business because it can be so much fun and it's a lot of work, but it's just a lot of fun. you get a lot of respect for doing it. but to do something that has a history, attached to it like that you know Mm -hmm. that that's that has i know you told me a lot about it that when you were uh, up for the job how excited Mm -hmm. to
1: get it yeah yeah well i remember when you first walked in the trailer on the 2018 one i was like (laughs) losing my mind i was like you know put trying the mask i was like i still kind of do that i still you know fanboy out all the time every time i see you and everything but it's a that was such a, a monumental day for me yeah. You know, it just, it just was, it was great.
2: Did you ever tell uh, everybody on the show yet about a uh, John Carpenter's reaction to the mask?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I did. I haven't told that story on this one. Let's hear it. I've told the story, but it, it's, oh my God. It was on the 2018 and uh, I had worked with John before on Ghosts of Mars and, and, and uh, I think Cigarette Burns, I think. And, uh, you know, John's John. He's, he's so, I love John so much, and I, you know, just a side story. I remember on Ghosts of Mars, I brought my um, uh, Halloween and the thing laser discs to set with me for him to sign. I walked up to him. I said, John, would you, would you mind signing these for me? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, put them in my trailer and I'll, and I'll get to them. I was like, okay. So I, you know, put them in his trailer and a week goes by a couple of weeks go by. And I'm like, Oh, where's that? Where's that? Did you forget about it and he's like he goes ah oh, geez all right he goes okay you know and he's being you know john sarcastic so he signs he goes his trade, he signs him, he hands them to me and it says on my i think it's my halloween one or it says mm-hmm. please 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 stop bothering me john carpenter <laughs> <laughs> which i love oh. so much but he was always I, we would always have conversations on said so oh, he was nice it's just john that's the way john is anyway Cut to 2018, we're on set, and I think it was the day you were there. It was that day. It was, was you right and and Jamie and and John and everything. And I'm upstairs, we're upstairs. And uh David Gordon Green comes with me and goes, Hey, have you have you gone and shown John the mask yet? And I go, No, should I? He goes, Yeah, go down and show him the mask. I go, Okay. So I go downstairs and I'm all excited to show John the mask and and John's sitting at the monitor, you know, and and uh, I walk up and my, my buddy, Kevin Wozner, who's my key on the movie, he, he knew what was coming. So he just kind of walked over into the corner of the room. And I go, hey, John, what do you think of the mask? And he goes, looks like shit. <laughs> and I just went, oh, and I look at Kevin. Kevin's like, I told you he was going to say that. But you know what? If, if John would have said anything else, I expected him to say that. Like, that was what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Looks like shit. <laughs> and then he asked me what hotel I stay, I was staying in. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm at the really nice one. <laughs> he started making fun of the hotel they had me up in. It was awesome. It was a very good day. Is that the way I, me- I remember that? Yes, that exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I
0: loved it. Jimmy, uh, I think it's Le- LeCompte, wants to know what it was like to direct Major Payne. And he said it's his dad's favorite film. He saw it four times at different theaters when it came out.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, uh, it was, first of all, it was a lot of fun uh, and principally because I I really did have a ball working with Damon Wayans. Uh, He he is just hilarious. He's as funny as he seems, you know, on the screen. You know, it's funny. It was a a screenplay. I read the screenplay and I went, uh, told my agent, eh, <laughs> i don't want to do this you know uh and it's just just seemed and i said i don't see what's so good about it and i he goes, well come, Damon wants you to do it so would you go at least talk to him about it and i'm like sure yeah i'll talk to him about it Love to meet him. I think he's hilarious and stuff like that. So we didn't know each other. He he knew my work, I guess. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, just in general, and probably because whatever the studio gave, you know, I was on some list <laughs> that went, okay, we approve of this guy, so you can maybe have this guy. So we went there, and I went, okay. So I, I was wondering about this and that, and he went, and I said, I said, and how are you playing the character? And he did the character. You know, his thing, whatever that thing he did, and I just saw it right then and there i saw what was funny about the character what was funny about the whole movie but if i hadn't seen that i wouldn't have done the movie and that's how you know that's how important an actor is for certain films that was the beginning of that the shoot itself was a difficult one because we did it in the summer in virginia and it was hotter than hell talk about the halloween thing this was this was brutal we we, you know all that stuff if people remember it uh on the practice field where the kids lived and where they did all their exercising, that was literally a sunken uh, football field in weather that had to be 100% humidity at 100 Mm. degrees. And it was just a tough one. So just in terms of physical work on it. Otherwise, it was very, very easy. Uh, Everyone did a great job, good crew. And of course, Damon was always there to to lighten up uh, the day, so.
1: Mm. That's great. That's a yeah. great story.
2: Yeah.
0: Jay Christopher Aronson wanted to know if you were ever asked to reprise the role of Michael Myers in Halloween Two. He said he assumes you were busy with Escape from New York, but someone else had asked what you thought of Dick Warlock's portrayal in Halloween Two. Alex Edwards asked that question, so I've, those yeah. kind of tie together. So,
2: well, Warlock's representation of the the shape is pure shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's that's what John Carpenter would say. That's right. Uh, no, uh, that's like no. <laughs> Dick does a great job. He's a really good guy too. So uh, you know, all the guys do, done a, a nice job uh, on the on these things. I especially love. You know, I've become good friends with uh, Jim uh, J- James Courtney. I think J- Jim does a wonderful job too. At the time, uh, I think when did they shoot? Uh, when yeah, when it was all it? Well that
0: was i guess halloween 2 was would have been 81 they would have been around the same time but i know dick was on escape from new york as well doubling kurt so yeah
2: see i don't think it was around the same time as escape obviously, yeah. because it wouldn't uh i would have remembered that but i think i was shooting my first movie tag the assassination game mm. and so there was you know i was in, in the midst of either finishing the writing or starting the uh, production on that which was you know, it took all my time. And again, uh, you know, from my standpoint, if that wasn't something I was dying to do again. And I gave an opportunity for someone else to take the reins. So that... Did
0: they ever ask you?
2: No, they never asked. Oh, okay. The only thing that happened, I think I've, I've reported this a number of times, is that when they started to do the movie, they were having trouble matching the mask from the original one. I guess no one had it or they something happened. And I had my, my ori- original mask, I still had it, probably on styrofoam, by the way, which was <laughs> um And Deborah came up to me, Deborah Hill, the producer came and said, Nick, can we, I know you have a mask, we need it, to borrow it just to, to make sure we're doing it right and match it. And I never got it back.
1: Oh, <laughs> really? I never
2: got it back. So, uh, so but, and then, you know, uh, so that was my the extent of my uh, my
0: uh that's worth a few bucks now
2: yeah. i bet yeah i wonder where that is
0: uh well i know where it is
2: is that the thing that's all falling, falling
0: apart? apart yeah yeah yeah, but yeah.
2: You had to, obviously there were at least three masks because we were all wearing them on that picture of the, you know, the yeah bills doing that
0: but everybody assumes that the one that you brought deborah is the one that ended up being in the movie that that's the oh, assumption yeah um we don't know there's so many stories and rumors and conspiracy theories and
1: oh my god the 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 stories and conspiracy theories about the masks yeah that's the that's the part of entering not to sidetrack but going into this world was is just blows my mind is and and rightly you know fans are passionate and i love it i think it's awesome but but holy crap the the conspiracy theories and who has what and who got what and i mean it, it goes on with the 2018 movie it's going on with kills now and it's not even out it's like what's the mask looks like this is the mask here's the picture this is the real thing who has this one who got that oh it's-
0: dude when when i posted the video remember the little video we did at your house nick where you're showing off the mask yeah that people were like that's not the mask he wore that's not it that's not the one he wore in the movie. Oh, look, this marking here, this, I mean, then it just turns into a conspiracy. Hell, they might be right. Who knows? I don't, They're, you know, probably not, but who knows? It's just, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's, it's just crazy. Well, it's, it's
1: crazy because I get people sending me messages on Instagram telling me what masks were used in what scene, like telling me. Yeah. And, and let me tell you something, Nick knows this, Ryan Turk knows this, everyone knows this. I was so precious about those masks. I know everything about each one of them. I know which ones were used on who and what scenes. Oh. I know exactly. I know exactly where every single one is. I know every detail and thing. And here's the thing, people are doing this thing, not to get sidetracked, but they they tell me, well, there's this blood spot on this or there's this, this thing on that, which is all great. And I love the love for it and the passion for it. But again, I always say, I change those masks all the time throughout the movie. I changed them all the time. I would fix up the paints and I would put blood here and take blood away and I would pad it differently. And I would do, I mean, Nick's mask is Nick's mask and Jim's mask is Jim's mask. But each one of those things I would slightly alter every time they wore it are different scenes because so there aren't this giant army of different you know it's the same mask it's just yeah. played with a little bit so, you know, so and,
2: did, you, did you mark them differently so that you could go to some special place and cheat uh-huh, and, uh-huh it says nc there
1: yeah there's oh. a mark there's a mark on each one of them that tells me what one it is one that it no is. one would ever find oh, or cool. know what it is Ooh. so that's how i know
0: <laughs> oh, here now we're going to start the conspiracy theories. So I know what the marks are. I know what that mark is. See that no mark just no under the eyelid
1: that. right there right in there. Right. <laughs> That's why I know that Nix is next. That's why I know which one that is. I, all right yeah. hear
0: that guy that keeps messaging me? Shut up.
1: <laughs> all right. Um all right, so moving on from that. So you mentioned
0: tag I know there was some talk recently about doing a special edition Blu-ray finally for TAG. Have you heard anything more of about that? No.
2: Nothing so far. The last thing I heard was Katie Ellman, who was the executive producer, was trying to say, do you have, uh, did you ever keep the film? I mean, do you have a copy of it? Uh, what, uh, yeah, I said, what do you mean, a 35 millimeter print? And I, she said, yeah, because we're looking for some part of the movie that was lost or whatever. It would be real expensive to do it some other way. So that was four five months ago. So I don't Did know. Did
0: you have a copy? No. no I don't have a copy. Mm. And well, speaking of which, you know, because uh, Tag was Bruce Abbott's debut film, yep. Bruce Abbott from Reanimator fame, Dr. Dan. And by the way, at uh, 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 the date of us recording this, which is the 27th, his birthday is tomorrow. So happy birthday to Bruce Abbott. And I only know that because he shares a birthday with my mother. So.
1: (laughs) Isn't it great that all these movies that you've done, people want to redo them or sequel them or expand on them. Or it's, it's funny that that that's a running theme that keeps coming up with the movies you made.
2: Oh, well, Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's surprising to know that there's, you know, some life left out of those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's always a pleasure to know that there's, you know, been people have gotten a kick out of them. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you hope that, you know, when you're doing something like a movie, which has, you know, does have potentially a lasting art that can have lasting uh, power. So, yeah, it's nice. Like, you know, I never see him again. So <laughs> it's like, I did that. Now you move on to the next one. But uh, yeah. it is it is interesting. David Gordon Green came up to me on the set of, when we were doing 2018 Halloween. And he said, Nick, I just got to tell you this. You know, when I was in high school, Boy Could Fly was like, it was like four films that me and my friends just watched all the time. Boy Could Fly was one of them. I went.
1: That's awesome. My
2: God that is that is unexpected when another director who's a different generation is senior mm-hmm. film and enjoyed it as a kid which is the best time you know, it's not like he's doing it as a film project you know or you know, but it just was the entertainment for him at that point time in his life mm-hmm. i love that that, that was, was great. great yeah
0: i don't think there's been a whole lot of people coming after you though to remake skate town usa though <laughs> as the, as the...
2: thank god, <laughs> thank <laughs> why, god. Not? Yes.
0: why not
2: why not right. I love Skate Down, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was crazy. That movie, I was given it. There was a little treatment done by the director, and I think it was on July 4th weekend. It was given to me to start to do a, a screenplay. And they needed it. They had a, 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 I think it was then released. Now, listen, this is July I was given the screenplay. It was released in October. So, yeah, I turned around wow. the screenplay. <laughs> On the weekend of the fourth wow. weekend brought it back to him at three, and then everyone and their uncle is because this was strangely a columbia movie ray stark you know big time producer mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know they just thought oh we're gonna throw this out and make zillions of dollars you know is this is gonna you know let us do all, all our quote-unquote art films and so uh didn't turn out that way by the way but uh and then everyone and their uncle had their comments about it. And I swear to God, that first screenplay was better. Than, than <laughs> everyone's comments.
1: I'm going to go watch Skate Town USA. Tonight. Oh my God. What Good luck do? finding it. I'll find it.
2: It's
0: never been released on VHS. Really? It, it, it was, yeah, it, ne- it never came out. That's the do you thing. Have
1: a, do you have a copy of it, Nick?
0: I do. I do. Do you? Yeah, I have it.
1: Oh, yeah. On DVD?
0: Uh, I think I had it transferred to DVD. Yeah, I had oh, a wow. bootleg on VHS that was taken from a 35 millimeter print. So it was pretty Look
2: good.
1: Nick's laughing.
2: <laughs> you, you, please, you Please, this is after you have read all of Tolstoy, all of. <laughs> <laughs> then, then do that. Then don't do please, that. You don't Sorry. need to waste your time.
1: I've already read Tolstoy. I'll okay. do that in my sleep. Dude, you...
0: Skate Town USA, come on. Ruth Buzzy, Billy Barty. The best. Ma- Maureen McCormick, Scott Baio, Patrick, Patrick Swayze, Swayze. Yeah, I yeah. mean, was it Ron Polillo, uh, Horshack? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's got an epic cast. Like, wasn't the Unknown Comic in it too or something? Unknown I mean,
2: Comic was in it, yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah, I mean, Murray oh, yeah, Langston. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah, got but, everything. <laughs> the kitchen sink.
2: The conceit of the, the producer. The producer was Lauren Dreyfus, uh, Richard Dreyfus's brother. Oh, Wow who uh, who's, who has the same cadence and everything as Richard. Looks a lot like Richard. In fact, played him, what was the movie where he played like a South American dictator? Remember that movie?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, then, oh, yeah. And, I can picture him in the costume, yeah, but I can't remember me the too. name. too.
2: Yeah, and, and they have like a look-alike that's going to take over when they, you know, pretend like he's, the, that was his brother. The look-alike. <laughs> any case, the, um, his conceit was that we're going to get a bunch of skating, and, and uh, the director was all about the skating. It was just like cool shots and things like that. And we're <laughs> going to have, you know, 20 comics. And we're going to just shoot them doing their acts. And we'll cut between the two. <laughs> 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 so, so that was what they gave me, basically. And I had to come up with some stupid ass story. So uh, oh. that, that was hilarious. But we did it all at the Palladium, pretty mm-hmm. much. Now, that was the interior here in mm-hmm. Los Angeles, which is a great spot.
0: Yeah, Moon Over Parador was the Richard Dreyfuss movie. Moon Over Parador. Had to
1: look it up. The Dodgers? No. You said I know. I know. Vince. Scully. You guys. I know. Oh, I screwed that one up. That was. I know. All right.
0: Yeah, we got we got beat up for
1: that one. (laughs) I already got my ass handed to me for that. (laughs) (laughs) I know, uh, but I was such a huge fan of both of those guys, and I wasn't. they're two of the best uh, ever. I, I I mixed the two up because I just thought a- you know,
0: Chris Christopher Nelson is such a genius. There's no way he's gonna mess oh, this up.
1: You know, that's another thing. Uh, you know how many people I had to text me? That was on your video, wasn't it? The the genius. Oh, well, oh when, yeah, like, we're, we're hey, right. let's take it easy with that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> and we were just obviously busting balls, but people are like, "Whoa, dude, that's not yeah. cool. That's not cool. talking cool. shit about Chris Nelson." <laughs> like I'm sorry yes he is a genius I'm sorry no
1: no no I'm not obviously I don't know the difference between Chuck Kern and Chuck Kern and Ben Scully Chuck Kern now it's Chuck Kern Chuck all right this is getting out of hand. what are, do we have any more questions yeah hold on <laughs> hit record, hit record button now, because when you're hit record it saves you forever. <laughs>